Three, two, one. This is a public service announcement brought to you by Famouski Sports. The hosts of the Rookie Warriors trilogy are not quote football experts or football analysts. The hosts are fans. Duke Thompson, Moose, and John B. Easy live on the crossroads of fandom and sports. The hosts of the shows do not have intentions to offend, but it may happen. If you are offended, please stay calm and keep listening to the podcast. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Ricky Williams Trilogy Podcast, hosted by Duke Thompson, John B. Easy Durnell, and Seamus the Moose Anderson. We are Blinded by Fandom. Oh yes, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of the Ricky Williams Trilogy. One, two, three. We're all present here today. This is John B. Easy Durnell with Duke Thompson and Seamus the Moose Anderson. And we're here to talk about football, which has been very strange all season long, but no stranger a week than this Thanksgiving week, folks, because we were due to have three games on Thursday. We didn't have the third game. Folks, we still haven't had that third game. And damn it, it's going to maybe happen on Wednesday. We're still not 100% sure on that, but it feels like the NFL is just going to push on no matter who they have to put out on the field for the Pittsburgh Steelers game against the Baltimore Ravens. Now, it's interesting that they keep giving them more and more time to get their team healthy and prepared to be on the field because... When the Denver Broncos were hit with such a similar situation, they said, hey, fuck it. Sorry, HR. Send them out there anyway. And they had to send out a quarterback who, well, let's be honest, hadn't been a quarterback probably ever in his real life. Uh, Well, no, he did, I guess, do a little quarterbacking when he was younger. Was on the practice squad. Yes, in in college, he was on the practice squad. But in high school was the last time he actually played quarterback. You know know what? That's like... So many kids that happens to, though, like you're the best athlete at your high school and you play quarterback and then you're not the best quarterback when you go to college. Right. That's where he was because you're probably just the fastest and you probably had the best arm and maybe just like the best football knowledge. You know, you just knew how to not throw the ball away. So which I mean, he still kind of did. I believe he went one for something uh, and also had two interceptions on the day. Uh, We won't mention the man's name because that's just rude. Uh, but, he, <laughs> but he had to be trotted out there against the Denver Bron- well, as a Denver Bronco against a team that was probably going to beat the Broncos either way. Um, but he, he still had to go out there and, and face the music. Now, I, I'll start with you first, Duke. Is this a sign of favoritism or is it just that everyone realizes that the Broncos don't have good quarterbacks anyway? So it doesn't matter who they put under center. Like, what, what, why were they forced to go and find a quarterback last minute and other teams were allowed postponements? Well, I hate to correct you guys, too, but I believe he did play football in college. No, no, he definitely played in college, and he might have had yeah, – He had some good stats. stats. He just played. Yeah, he, might, he, might he played have for some... Wake Forest, but he got sat, and he became a wide receiver. Look, yeah, and... He still had started time. The kid had, the kid had promise, man. But... Yeah, so he, he hasn't been quarterbacking in a little while. Is uh, he, couldn't, he couldn't quarterback Wake Forest, dude. That's actually, I mean, I, he I had talent. Stats, man. 
February fourth. I was curious. That's all. No, I'm but, pretty uh, sure. No, I'm pretty sure he got sat for a pretty good reason, dude. Well, I'm just saying. That's all, I'm, all I'm saying. Either was, way, he I got like worked the, by the Saints, and they are not known for great D. It, it, nobody's not known for great D this year, but I think the NFL did the Broncos dirty. Uh, I mean, if you're going to like keep consistency with punishing teams, who I mean, they could even all three quarterbacks go down. They got to go sign up. Pre- oh no 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 no. Four quarterbacks. Oh, sorry. Four quarterbacks go down. <laughs> My bad. But you got four quarterbacks that go down. The kids uh, on the practice squad playing wide receiver just trying to get a shot at the NFL. And then he's got to dust off the playbook to th- be an NFL player. I mean, an NFL quarterback. Come on, but NFL. Like, you did the right. Broncos dirty. The hot, I, know yeah. not a, I know they're not a great team. I know that, but consistency. Okay. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's, that's the all. hardest position, right? Dude? I mean, and, and Moose, you can chime in. That's the hardest position out there on the field. And you're telling me you just want some guy coming off the off the fucking street to do this? Like, it's not like in the Mark Wahlberg movie where homie's just trying to catch the ball on a, on a route. You, you're telling me you want him to lead the team down the field and score in today's football. I mean, that's insane. Um. Yeah. No. It's obviously. In, insane um I, but unfortunately it's just kind of what they had to do um with that I mean, being did said they, did they have to do i mean again no the broncos didn't but uh, i'm sorry the nfl didn't but the broncos did they had to put somebody out there and in fact you know i was a little bit surprised when i saw philip Lindsay taking the first snaps i was like hey maybe they're just gonna throw whoever back there at this point like and maybe they're just gonna try to run whatever simple plays they can there's not going to be much throwing going on, obviously. But you want to know something even funnier than all of this. Um, and at this point, I don't even know if we can call it funny. Um, that poor man, Kendall Hinton, had to go out there and play this game, right? At six foot, six foot all of them, tiny as could be this kid. He's He looked smaller than Kyler Murray just Why off of – Why did you mention this poor man's name? That's terrible. Because – This is because the worst I'm, day of his life, bro. Dude, I'm proud of the guy. <laughs> he had to go out there. I mean, do you ever think he was going to sniff the grass on an NFL field? Maybe as him. a wide receiver, but not a chance. No. Not a chance. He might have been a returner. He, he was on been... the practice squad, man. He's trying to work his way up, dude. He might have been a returner. He might have been wiry. He might have had some shifty hips. That poor man should have shown it on Sunday if he had any type of shifty hips. All right, let me just tell you that. All right, but listen to this, bees. You think that's funny? The Broncos, a lot of people in the Broncos organization wanted to start their offensive quality control coach to the active roster, and he hasn't taken a snap in football in something like nine years. And they wanted to put his ass back there at quarterback. So, you know what? This Kendall dude. Just had to man up, all right? They were about to send a quality control coach, old-ass, beer-drinking, football-loving quality control coach out there. They don't know what a quarterback is in Denver. I mean, no. and John Elway has proven that by forcing them to never have a good quarterback there. in the I mean, they probably Agreed. gave him the option to postpone. He was like, nah, we'll find a quarterback. And he, I mean, that's <laughs> right. probably what went down. He probably right. offered himself up, and they're like, John, be serious. Be serious. <laughs> he probably did though honestly. I know he probably did I'll put money on it man I guarantee you dude. He was trying to fucking rub off the, He's trying to get dust off the old shoulder pads You know he's trying to put the helmet on That doesn't fit no more 
Right. You know like, he was, dude. He's yeah. like, I could lead this team. I mean, I I want to I've won a few Super Bowls. I'd go out there one more right. time. I mean, they probably yelled at some PA to not leak it either. They're like, I'm, you I'm tell sure he called Peyton Manning up too for his HGH man, and yeah. said, "Go ahead, shoot me up with HGH. I'll go out there because I'm John Elway." Right, dude. I mean, it 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 was a tragic quarterback performance, but at least it was an excused one because we yeah. didn't expect anything. Like yeah, that. neither did that guy, kid. Like, are you kidding me, dude? I would have been asking John Elway for steroids if I was that guy. Like, right. I saw him get tossed at one point, and I was like, this poor man's going to lose his life. Like, honestly. Here's, here's my thing, dude. Like, can't you go find some old XFL or AAF fucking guy who ain't doing shit? I mean, you at least huh. that guy had taken you know, some snaps recently. You know, there really is a good person that comes to mind who hasn't done shit in four years. And uh, just hasn't been signed, be easy. Do you think you you know who that could be? Oh, Manziel? No. <laughs> Come on, man. Are you kidding me? Manziel's your first guess. All right, Duke, you know he exactly who I'm talking years, about. Has he? That's true, man. I mean, Manziel did kind of officially retire, though. Uh, this quarterback did not retire. You know, his name is Kaepernick. And I'll say it. Yeah, I'm not the greatest fan of him. But, my God, at some point, man, give the fucking man a call. Right, right, right. No, he got I mean, a short end of the stick. But at this point, this is just give him a fucking call, dude. Right? This is tragic in every way. Like, you can't find anybody. You can't find anybody. Anybody practicing every day or some shit. I mean, America's, like, working out. I mean, I think he could go out there. He could at least do that. He could at least throw two interceptions and one completed pass. So he could, he could at least do done that. You know what I'm saying? So y'all just being y'all just being ridiculous with this blacklisting nonsense. Vanderbilt was going to bring in a female kicker because they lost all the hope in the kicking position. I think it's time to call Kaepernick. Okay. I, I will. We'll talk. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, the because the team Vanderbilt's team is on my shit list, but we're not going to get to that just yet. We're going to talk about what happened in the NFL first and foremost, folks, because uh, there were some things that happened that were expected. Other things that happened that were not expected. One thing that I at least expected, and so did the Duke, or the Lions to lose on Thanksgiving, as they always do. But we didn't expect them to finally fire Patricia. Now, he finally was asked to leave, as well as the GM. I guess they just had enough of these losing ways in Detroit, which is every year. Uh, <laughs> now, with that being said, Duke... I know you don't have any love for Patricia and, and the Moose does, and we're going to get to the Moose later because, you know, he has a closeness with him. But, but how did you take the news of the Detroit Lions first losing on Thanksgiving, as they always do, and secondly, them finally, I guess, having enough and ruining Matt Patricia's turkey day? Um, first off, uh, I've never really been the biggest fan of Patricia. I was sour to him when he told that journalist. I was like, look at you, man. Like, you're even like that? wearing a nice clothes, dude. Like your shirt, yeah. your shirt's untucked, your hat's back, or you're telling this man over here to get his shit together? Patricia, obviously, Belichick was covering up for how shitty of a coach you really were. You know, mm -hmm. that's it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's about time. I thought he would lose his job earlier than this. Ooh. I think that he should have. But, man, dude, like it's about time. I like how they clean, fire the GM, too, because this gives them a fresh start to bring a new GM. He's going to hire his own coach and hopefully, maybe, 
save Stafford's career? We don't know. Or get traded to the Colts, you know. I don't think anything's going to be helping Matt Stafford's career. But, <laughs> but Moose, Moose, you are uh, familiar with this man. You uh, probably watched him many Sundays as a young boy, cheering him on, hoping that he got the defense, uh, you know, in the right position for you guys to win the many Super Bowls of your life. Now, yeah. with that being said, did you see this coming? Oh, yeah. Oh, the writing was on the wall for the last year and a half, dude. Are you kidding me? Like, I know you just had to ask me that, but, um, yeah, no, he's a joke, dude. That team is a joke. Matt Stafford would be a 100% better quarterback under a different coach, in my opinion, and different GM. I just don't think they've handled anything well. Um, they built that defense up using old guys from New England last year and old guys from our wide receiver staff, you know, with Danny Amendola. Like, just nothing has worked out. Even the way they handled DeAndre Swift this year, he could be maybe the best running back that's a rookie right now if they had treated him like he was going to be a major part of that team. I just think it's a fucking joke. And Matt Patricia... No, that's, a, that's very true. Like, I mean, when, when it was the first couple of weeks, you're thinking, okay, well, maybe they're just getting him used to yeah. NFL football. But then you're like, what, why is it still... I mean, because there's no preseason. So I get it. You might not want to toss him right in there, get him all banged up and hurt, and then you don't have him at all. But then after like weeks three, four, and five where they were using him, like, well, what, what is going on? What's the game plan here? Yeah, I just don't understand, man. Like, if you draft a running back your second round, odds are you're going to want to use him immediately. Um, I think he dropped that that first – in the first game this season, um, he dropped a touchdown pass that would have won them the game, and I think really that just caught like a sore spot with Matt Patricia. And Matt Patricia, to me – see, like, I don't know if you guys know anything about Babcock, Adam Babcock. Uh, not Sorry, not Adam. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his first name. Uh, Babcock was the coach for – uh, years in Detroit, as well as Toronto for um, hockey. And he was a dick. He used to just treat people horribly. And that's kind of where Matt Patricia is for me. Like the way he talked to that reporter was just a dick move. He was 45 minutes late to his own meeting, but then would discipline players when they were late to meetings. None of it made sense. You're not Bill Belichick. Stop trying to act like you're Bill Belichick because it hasn't worked out literally for any other coach out there besides Nick Saban, and he's he stuck himself in college so that he could control him. So, like, when you, when you think about all that, it, it's just a joke, man. The whole Detroit Lions organization, since I was a kid, doesn't matter if Megatron was there or not, they've sucked, and they were going to continue to suck, and I think they're on a good path now. Who, who knows what the future is, but I'll tell you what, he'll end up being a defensive coordinator somewhere, and I actually have an idea of where it's going to be. Be easy. Uh, I mean, I have an idea of some places that he might land as well, but you know, we, we can, I guess, get into that in other times because we still have other games from this past week that have to be brought up. One of which involves your team, your team, oh. the new England Patriots yeah. were able to squeak out a victory against the Cardinals. Not, not expected even in the late minutes, it was still kind of touch and go. And let's just be honest. Your starting quarterback might have had one of the worst performances for a victory in the history of the game. I mean, a, a warm dog turd in the sun might have given a better performance, but he still got the job done. <laughs> oh, 
my god. <laughs> um uh yeah, unfortunately you're not wrong. Um there'd be easy. I mean, nine for eighteen and eighty-four yards, two interceptions. Not very good, man. He can throw the ball. He cannot throw the ball. It's just it comes down to that, BZ. If we're going to make the playoffs, God willing, I really hope we don't at this point. Like, I don't want to have to watch us in the playoffs. That I hope you do. I sad. want you to make the playoffs. I want you to see oh, it. Like, I believe. Dude, I don't know. Like, what's, what's, what's the point? What's the point? Like, I don't want to get blown out by the fucking Steelers or, God, the Ravens or whoever we end up playing. It could be the fucking Raiders at this point that hands us an ass whooping. Well, like, it could I be don't anybody. Know about the Raiders. I'm talking about that. Too, but, well, I don't uh, think the Raiders are going to make the playoffs, but um, but yeah, just not like a mediocre day for Cam Newton and our our rushing game. Our rushing game was not great either. Like Damian Harris only had 47 yards on 14 attempts. Is it good? Yeah, but like it's not great. Like it's not what you want. You know what I mean? So the defense stepped up, man. That's just all there is to it. We had a game plan to stop Kyler Murray, and I think we succeeded. All right, all right. Now again. That game, not expected uh, to go that way. Uh, but there's another game that uh, ended up a little crazy, unexpected. But when you look at the numbers, though, in the past, it does kind of make sense. The 49ers got on top of those Rams. And when you look at it, they, the Niners don't really have anybody. Uh, but they still got it done. And... It's just because I guess they have their number. Uh, in the past, the Rams have lost under McVeigh almost every time to the Niners. So I guess they know what to do against him. But with that being said, I mean, I really think it's more of just Goff's baby hands. I mean, like the baby <laughs> the hands. baby hands. Yeah, the baby hands was throwing it all over the place for interceptions, pick sixes, and fumbling it all over the place. Baby hands is the problem. Apparently, baby hands has had like 11 turnovers in the past four games. That's baby like Richard. That's like Richard. Uh, I'm sorry, Richard. That's like Russell Wilson type numbers. Right. Yeah, but Russell. And he doesn't throw the victory. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing too is like Russell throws the ball usually more times than Jared Goff. I'm honestly surprised they they let Jared Goff throw the ball 31 times. That like to me is astonishing. Because that's all you got, man. With the Rams, that's all they have. It is. There's no one in the backfield. Oh well, Cam Akers is playing some good ball now. Come on, it's he's a rookie. Right. He's finding. He's finding his. Right. He's finding his footing. He hasn't been given a chance to shine. He's in the same Maybe boat not. DeAndre Swift is. You know, it's true. They don't give him a lot of uh, downs, and they. Really he's been hurt too. Give him more. No, no, he's, he's been hurt. But they don't. Also, when he's in there, they're doing the committee shit, and they're not giving him a lot of touches. So they are, but. But, but, yeah, Jared Goff fucking sucks. <laughs> it's just like it just comes down to him being an absolutely horrific football player to watch play football. Right. No, it's it's so bad. But he's not alone. He's not alone. Mitch he's Trubisky not. got a chance to go oh, out there this past God. week. Uh, <laughs> something, <laughs> something that you asked for, Moose. Moose said, hey, look, might as well put Mitch out there. Couldn't be any worse. And it was worse. I mean – that I mean that first half. Oh come on, dude! That first half was hard to watch. Okay, the first the first half was ext- I mean, it was bad. Yeah, it, it was, was bad. so hard to watch. If there wasn't the second half adjustments, by that I mean probably just like, come on, man, we can't let him look this bad. I mean, he won't get a job in the NFL again. I mean, it it felt like they were softening up and giving him a lot of zone prevent defense, which you can clearly read that. 
can't yeah. read any other defense. So he was able to get some garbage time, but they still weren't going to win this game. No. Well out no. of control. Um, and, and it was like the only time that Aaron Rodgers didn't have to constantly throw to Adams. It was also baffling. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, though, um, Mitch has to go, obviously. They can't keep him. They're going to have to go with Foles. He's cheaper and he's least one oh. ring. With that said, why the hell would they not try to make the boy shine more? Like, at least put in plays that it look, that he can maybe function in. Like, it looked like the plays early on weren't even things that he could run in the first place. I just don't understand anything about what they're doing. I, I, don't, I really don't. Like, I just – how how are we supposed to evaluate that team at all moving forward? Like, David Montgomery's had a so-so season. He's not going to go out there and get 100 yards per game. He's not going to lonely get, alone get them into the playoffs. And neither is the defense. And you know what? For all intents and purposes, uh, like, their defense hasn't been horrible this year. Their offense just sucks. All yeah. of it. And it's Matt exactly. Nagy. I think it starts from the coach down, in my opinion. I mean, it's not a Madden football game. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are actual <laughs> right. human beings who will get tired if they're on the field the whole game. This is and a fact. And that's just what's going on. I mean, the defense is doing well. I mean, honestly, Aaron Rodgers was having to nickel and dime his way down the field, but he was able to do it because that defense was breathing hard, you know, because they were out there so much, you know. And it's just you, – if you're sending your team out there for immediate three and outs – like they were doing and the Eagles were doing. We'll probably get to them too. Like you just don't give your defense a chance to help you. This team is this team is broken, man. And I feel like there's going to be a civil war between the offense and defense, and they're going to be pointing fingers at each other from here on out. And that's a cancer in the locker room. And I don't know if you're going to be able to cure that because this is a lot of hurt feelings over there. I mean, like you said, defense is doing pretty good, man. You know, if you had a, like, halfway competent offense, we would talk about playoffs here. But they just have totally just fallen off the cliff here. And like Moose says, it is Matt Nagy's fault. And it does. It's like, y'all need to bring in another guy. Obviously, he's done. And just blow it up if you really want to get honest with it. Just go ahead and just be like, these are guys that we're sticking with and just get rid of everybody else. And just start anew. And just say, we've got a three-, four-year process of rebuild. And this is the thing that kills me about a lot of NFL teams. They never, ever rebuild properly. They just kind of keep plugging and playing, hoping it will work. And I feel like that's what the Bears have been doing for my, pretty much my whole life. It's just 85 Bears, you know? Just be like, here, yeah, let's, let's try to get this guy. Let's try to get this Come guy. Come on now. Sexy Rexy got him to a Super Bowl. Oh, dude, that was like the worst Super Bowl ever. <laughs> No, we've had worse ones. There was the time Peyton Manning got destroyed. So that was a beautiful one, though, because you know Peyton... <laughs> you enjoyed it, but I mean, it wasn't good to watch. Because uh, I lost money on that game because I believed in Peyton Manning, and I would never, ever, ever do that again. Yeah. Well, th- well, you don't have to. He no, Manning. I don't care if that Manning kid comes out of like okay. whatever high school he is. Well, if hey, if he looks dumb like Eli, maybe put some money on him. Now, speaking of dumb, there's been some terrible performances this past week in football, and I need to talk about them. So it's time for John B. Easy's top five 
It's that time of week for John B. Easy's. I got five on it, messing with that in the week. Yes, everybody. Top five worst performances in football this past weekend. Number five goes to baby hands, Jared Goff, the quarterback of the L.A. Rams. Again, little baby hands threw two interceptions, fumbled the ball. Again, one was a pick six, and he helped his team lose to the 49ers, a team that really doesn't have a lot of weapons right now. They literally just have a running back, if we're going to really be honest with ourselves, and that was enough to get it done against baby hands and the Rams. Number four is Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is just awful. As a matter of fact, Carson Wentz has not been better than any quarterback he's gone against this whole season. He has been worse than every quarterback in matchup. I'm not exactly sure why this man is getting $100 million. He still thinks they have a chance at the division. I mean, maybe so with that tie, but let's be honest. There's absolutely no reason why the Eagles should be trotting him out there, except for apparently, you know, Hertz doesn't look any better. Uh, number three on there, we've got the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, the Raiders went over to Atlanta and made the Falcons look like they were Super Bowl contenders again. They won 40 fucking three to six to six we were supposed to think the raiders were maybe like a playoff team because they beat the chiefs one time one time come on now that's the quote of little giants where they're like they were able to get the spirit to beat the cowboys because they're like there's that one time we could win well that's pretty much for the raiders because i don't think they're going to be winning any more significant games from here on out after that display uh number two the denver broncos and whatever they had to put out there at quarterback now i understand that john elway probably would have suited himself up there and he might have thrown maybe two more extra completed passes but when your quarterback only can complete one pass and he throws two interceptions i'm not even exact just i don't understand why you even had pass plays in the damn playbook for that day you might as well go back to old school 1920s football where it's all running baby and you just tell those linemen it's time to dig deep and go at them and number one the worst display of this past weekend is the vanderbilt commodores i'm happy that you decided to let a woman play first time in a top in a power five university a lady was able to play the game of football but all she got to do was a kickoff because your team is so damn sorry all right now if you're gonna do this you know obvious publicity stunt at least have a team decent enough to get her into field goal range for crying out loud let her get a chance to Put some points up on the board because you haven't won a game all year. So it's not like you're doing this to try to win some games. You're just doing this so someone will give a damn about you. Well, do at least give a damn about getting in fucking scoring range for us. Get her in the record books for scoring some shit, damn it. At least the first lady who got to ever play 
got two extra points, baby. So she got two extra points, two points. Hell, she got two extra plays, if you really think about it, than this lady got. And so that's why I'm disappointed with the Vanderbilt Commodores. If you're going to put a lady out there and make some history, at least let her make some history. And that's my top five. Hey, John. Now, you being a movie uh, critic yourself on IMDb Weed. Yes. I, I believe that's the podcast name. Watching IMDb the female Weed. kicker go out there was like watching the fighting armadillos go out there for the great movie of Necessary Roughness, man, where they had a woman kicker who was a soccer player, if you remember. No, no, no. I understand. But it felt more like... Like I was, I was like replaying Rudy or something. It wasn't Rudy, dude. It's just say roughness, man. No, no, I know, but it felt more like a Rudy. Oh, no, Rudy! Because like because Rudy was trying so hard, and he got his one play, and she got her one play. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't get her any more plays. Rudy was on the team for like four, eight, what, eight years or something like that. I don't know. He eight like, years. He was guy on like the team for eight years before he went to Notre Dame, man. You know, he had like he had his... he got on the team for eight years. You're out of your mind. Something like that. Like, he years. got in on one play, dude. This is necessary reference, man. And if that girl's not all that well, roster, she got man. in on one play, that's it. That was it. The kickoff. That is all she got because the team was so sorry. Couldn't get her in field goal range. Oh, couldn't get a touchdown that. to get an extra and point. No pride. Now, I, I, I want to say, I want to say, BZ, that I, I appreciate the rant you just went on because I think it was a better way of looking at it than – all the people that commented on my Facebook status with just like disgusting comments, like, Oh, that was a bitch kick or, Oh, they couldn't find, they couldn't find a guy on the guy's soccer team. Like that shit's disgusting to me. I, I don't, I'm not a fan. Actually, they, I'm just going to try out status. She beat them all. Here's the deal though. Here's, here's what, here's what made me mad. Did they tell her to just kick it 30 yards or was that like, there's no dude she's a keeper she's a keeper she can boot a ball right like at least 60 yards like you're you can't tell me she had a, and also why was somebody holding it that that i didn't understand either. no i didn't understand any of this dude it was a like, windy day man is that what it was it must have been i i turned the game off because vanderbilt's so fucking bad i thought my eyes were gonna fucking bleed Right, because I was just hoping they would, like, let her get a, you know, I was like, all right, let's watch for a field goal attempt because they were going to, you know, but it just never happened. Yeah, like, dude, that, yeah, uh, color me a fan of that if she made a field goal. Like, what what am I going to sit here and be like, oh, there's more deserving men? Like, no, no, I'm, I'm not. That's fucking stupid, okay? And even if it was a publicity stunt, which very clearly it was because this team is horrid. Um, I, I don't believe that that's the best she has. I'm sure she can cook a, kick a football as good, if not better, than a lot of guys on the fucking men's team. Like, that's the stuff that made me mad about this whole situation is people turned it into like, a, oh, well, there's probably more deserving men. I just don't, I don't get that part. But I appreciate where you came from it, and you just attacked the team, <laughs> which is funny because – if I'm not mistaken, Vandermill is like your your hometown team, oh. both of you, right? Oh yes, yes, they yes. are from Nashville. We I worked in the stadium as a young man uh, for many. No years. way. I, yep. Oh, I, yes. I, he saw many Vanderbilt losses, and so did I, man. Oh. That's crazy too. Yeah, and you guys were so excited about Keyshawn Vaughn this year. Well, we, I mean, they didn't save Derek Mason's job. Look, James Franklin screwed us. Okay, that's what happened. He was like yeah. he he built that team up to be like at least halfway decent 
And then he just like packed his truck and went to Penn State. And look how that turned out this year. But sorry, buddy. But yeah, like, and then Derek Mason came along and he wasn't really ready because it's like, it's so hard for Vanderbilt to be good because they're not just letting anybody on in Vanderbilt. Yeah, you, you have to be a scholar as well as. A oh, is it, is it like prestigious, oh. like Stanford? Or yeah, something? it's a private. It's a private university. It's cost thirty thousand a semester, some crazy shit like that, to go. Well, I know you got to be smart to go there, and their I know their educational system's pretty good, or uh, their educational field or practice or oh, yeah, studies yeah, yeah. is yeah, good I down mean, they're, there. So they're they're tops for sure. Uh, as far as you know, I mean, they probably have the hot easily the highest requirement for any player to be on the field in the sec probably not in all of uh the ncaa but definitely in all the sec and and duke you're 100 positive that they had a tryout beforehand yes they tried out a few people and she was the best one up for the tryout see that's intriguing to me because i mean i'm sure not every single you know guys or woman soccer player down there was like yeah i'll line up for the football team like but no, I didn't. I didn't know that. That's Apparently, she was watching the game uh, the week before with her friends, and like her friends were like, "Man, you can kick better than that." And then it just so happens that uh, they had a tryout on campus, which is just nuts to me. Like an SEC team has to try out, like just like. Uh, I mean, this is Vanderbilt. Like people aren't people aren't clamoring to be at that university. You know, oh, saying, like, you're clamoring if you're yeah. going there, man. You're. You're going to have to be a doctor, a lawyer, something like that. You just ain't going to be a something else. That, yeah, you're not there to be like, oh, well, I'm going to test out my leg and hope I could, you know, walk on as a kicker. Yeah. Like, there's I mean, very few people who could probably kick at that whole university period. They they, they never take that approach like Stanford took of recruiting. Like Carver got the private uh, Stanford good. And it's like my whole life, I remember what, it was like 25 years that uh, Vanderbilt lost to uh, Tennessee. I think it was like oh, yeah. it wasn't until Jay Cutler. Yeah, I was like twenty six. I think twenty five or twenty six, and that was the first time since I was alive since Vanderbilt beat Tennessee. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, if we had put money on that one, we're talking about the skies. Oh, dude, man. If we even known about sports gambling back then, man, I, yeah, I probably would have never had to work again. Never, dude. I mean, if, <laughs> if I could pull it back to the future too, man. That's it. Just every I go to our parents and be like, put everything you've ever got. I don't care. Sell everything. Sell it all. Put it on Vanderbilt. I'll become a real estate agent like uh, Tyrone Diggs and just sell my parents' house outright from under them. There. Yeah, they won't even. <laughs> You'll get your money back. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's a it, safe it's investment. Okay. The house is on the market. Okay, it's a safe bet. Trust right. It's what? a safe bet. Well, speaking of safe bets, folks. When we come back from our break, we're going to find out who we made our picks on this past week. If we were successful, who's beating the penny and who's losing to the penny. (laughs) And we're going to find out who our picks are going to be for this next upcoming week. Our picks aren't quite finalized because, well, you know, from the beginning of this episode, Ravens and Steelers still haven't played. So anyway, we'll be back with uh, the second part of the Ricky Williams trilogy here in just a second. So stay tuned. And we're out. Boom.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ricky Williams Trilogy. I am, as always, one of your three hosts, Seamus the Moose Anderson, here with John B. Easy Darnell, and as always, Duke Thompson. And it's time for your Fumble Rooski Weekly Sports News Update. The Ravens-Steelers game has been rescheduled again. The game will be kicking off Wednesday at 3.40 p.m. Eastern Time because NBC wanted and is committed to broadcasting the 88th Rockefeller Center Christmas tree lighting ceremony on Wednesday night. The Texans wide receiver, Will Fuller, announced on Instagram that he has been suspended six games for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing substances policy. Fuller's contract is up after the season. Makes you sense. Will be... You saw that last performance. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He is out for the season, will miss the first game of next season, and may have just well played his last game in a Texans uniform. Last week, the Detroit Lions announced that they fired general manager Bob Quinn and head coach Matt Patricia. Players and fans everywhere rejoiced in song, and some say they can still hear the songs being sung all the way down Eight Mile Road. The schedule for this week has been swapped, as many of you know, uh, due to the Ravens' inability to stop getting each other sick, uh, and it has changed in the following ways. The Ravens-Steelers will kick off tomorrow, Wednesday the 2nd at 3.40 p.m. The Steelers and Washington's game has been changed to next Monday at 5 p.m., and then the Ravens-Cowboys game for this next week will be Tuesday, December 8th at 8.05. And your random fandom fact of the day, over 1.3 billion chicken wings and approximately 12.5 million pizzas are eaten every Super Bowl Sunday. And that concludes your news. Ooh, and how many pounds of doo-doo is produced from that, Moose? I do not have that information in front of oh, me. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, probably so, a lot, though. Probably a lot, yeah. You know, we'll we'll have to go to the somebody who works in the sanitation department and see if we can get, that, get those numbers. All right, folks. Well, earlier uh, there was a question that was asked of me by uh, by the Duke. He wanted to know if there's ever been any back to back MVPs, and yes, there is, due to the fact that. Peyton Manning got to share one with a Brown man. He was able to win back-to-back ones kind of on a technicality. So I don't know if that's all right, but uh, there is one. Uh, <laughs> crap, dude. Like, I don't, I don't know how many MVPs. And I, I don't want to pull the race card every time because you know, I don't want to like live in a society like that. You know, I know it's there. We need to address it. But my God, if this is not the most blatant racism crap <laughs> I ever seen in the NFL, other than blackballing Kaepernick, this is just that was just ridiculous, dude. It's like this is Steve McNeil had a better season, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, we're we gonna give it to Peyton too because Peyton's gonna cry if he doesn't get it back to back. See, no, I think that might have been his first one, and then the next one he won would have made it to back. Oh, well, still, it was see, that's crap. That you couldn't wait <laughs> one year to give it to pay by himself. That was just total shenanigans, man. And I'm yeah, still pissed about that today. Yeah, all right, all right. Well, enough of, about Peyton Manning. Apparently, he has a pretty good uh podcast now where he interviewed uh Marshawn Lynch recently about uh, 
Does he tell like does he tell his little insurance stories with Brad Paisley on that too? No, he, I don't recall that. Uh, the clip I got a chance to hear was he was asking about pregame rituals, um, like Peyton Manning's ritual is he likes to read the program, uh, so he knows where everybody went to school and basically knows everything about everyone on both teams. It's a very weird ritual, but I mean, I guess you know whatever gets your mind sharp before the game. Now, Marshawn Lynch said he would take a shot or two before. And uh, Peyton was like a shot of what, uh, like Gatorade? Or he was like, nah, man, Hennessy. <laughs> so, no so that's how Marshawn Lynch would get prepared for games, folks. A little bit of Hennessy. Now, I myself usually get prepared for rec league games with a joint. You know, it gets me nice and ready to go. Found out that also Mike Tyson enjoys to smoke marijuana before he boxes. He smokes some marijuana before getting in the ring with Roy Jones Jr., and proceeded to stalk him like a fucking predator around that ring. Now, it was called a draw, but we all know that's not true. It was crap. It was like, look, Roy George Jr., I love you, dude. You're awesome. But, man, dude, you are not in boxing shape after round oh, two. Oh, Mike was stalking him. Dude, like Mike, dude, look, he, he was a he, – dude, he looked like – he was focused as fuck, man. Right? I love it, dude. He was about that to be like, let's do this shit, dude. High as hell, dude. Like you know what's crazy? Fight, it, it was it was sort of sad. I did love watching the fights. Um, That was the first time I've ever seen Mike Tyson fight. That's, that's a shame, dude. Well, and, well you, isn't it? Well, it was kind of sad. You were <laughs> – you were a child probably when he went to jail and then you when he came out, you know, Mike Tyson wasn't really a thing anymore. You know, when he was fighting later in his career, it wasn't like the same hype as it was when you were, you know, too young to know anything. Yeah, no, no. The power that I've seen from some of his fights in the past was nothing I was expecting Saturday. But nevertheless, it was it was fun to watch him fight. I, I won't even lie. I got a little bit emotional seeing him like come up to the ring. I was like, dude. This is Mike Tyson. Like, regardless of how old he is now, it's like, this is Iron Mike, man. This is this is a man of of legend. Yeah, and, and, he, and he caught Roy with a couple. Yeah, you can't box when the man's hugging you the whole time. You know I mean? Yeah, it did, it did look like a hug match. Well, here's the thing. The the ref was trying to protect these old men, and I understand. It was not for – it was not it, like it a – Tyson looked good, dude. He looked cut, dude. He did look he good. Looked, he, was, he looked better than he did when he was young, dude, man. I mean, it was nuts, dude. Well, I've, I've definitely seen him in better shape, but that was a, that was quite a 50-year-old man. Like, I almost want to, like, start a reality show called, like, you know, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out and be like, yo, if you could take – five hits from mike tyson you went a million dollars i thought wait a minute i thought you were going a different direction because I, I was going to say if you want to make a fight show where it's only men over the age of 50 fight each other sign me the fuck up because i am here for it dude. no no see, no, no i want to well, see I, jose canseco in there i want to see them all dude roger clemens all of them now i just want to see is like if you think you can level up to the to the, you know like as it like you may maybe because, I mean, they're having basically nobody's fight. I mean, this YouTuber would knock the hell out of Nate Robinson. Oh, Nate Robinson. Yeah. Dude, he had to give his his dunk contest medals back, man. Right. That was – That was – did you hear the announcers before talking dude, about how – Snoop was amazing. Dude, no. How Nate had trained like twice a day for six no, days a week. that's a And lie. I was like, dude, like – that after they said that, it's like he didn't look like his trade, but it looks no. like he had yeah, dude. dude, and because Jake Paul, Jake and Logan Paul, like they can actually fight. Dude, so dude, I was expecting look. Nate Robinson to come out and like oh, be able dude. to fight. No, dude. Yeah, because because you because you have to know that Nate's going to be giving up height, 
weight. Yeah, dude. Length. Like, yes. he, he needs to learn how to, like, fight to get in there to get to him. And that's – he had him just lunging and leaping, all exposed. And, I mean, he got dropped, right. man. I expected more. Oh, did you really? I mean, the height of – I just did. Nuts. Dude, I hate the Paul I mean, brothers. The Paul I, brothers I, I, are so annoying. Well, I just expected him to try to cover up more to get into him, and he never did. You know, he that's never covered that. up. He I just – I've seen too much boxing to see the height advantage. And Nate Robinson is not a boxer to deal with that kind of experience of going up against somebody in a higher weight class. Yeah, he's no joke. Rage, dude. That was his first fight. And you know what, Jake Paul? Okay, here's the deal. You calling out Conor McGregor, a man that spent his whole entire life fighting, and you're thinking that you're going to fucking go and beat Conor McGregor? Are you fucking high? Okay. Oh, I mean, he that's, might that's be. what they he call a be. winner's high. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's de- oh, I mean, I mean, dude, he dropped an NBA basketball player. I'd say wow. none of them know how to fight. I'll so tell you they, what, they, man. I don't, I don't know if you saw NHL Twitter after that fight, but literally every dude from here all the way to fucking Winnipeg wants a piece of Jake Paul. Evander Kane wants well, to fight him. Ryan Reeves man. wants to fight him, man. Well, it's, it's, a little, it's a little different, though, when you're fighting some man on ice and fighting him in ring. Like, there's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a different. Like, you're not, like, the, I, like, even in hockey, dude, they're not making good connections, dog. Like, I mean, because you're skating around. Like, you, oh, you get sorry. some good pops. I'm, but you're oh. not, like, you're not, like, planting and hitting somebody with all of your life like you're getting hit by Mike Tyson. You're right. That should that should make it scarier. I wouldn't want to fight a <laughs> hockey player. If I was, I was, these motherfuckers, they literally fight while wearing knives on the bottom of their feet, man. And like, I guess it's true. Like Maybe if they plant and learn to connect, maybe they're going to be lethal. I don't know. But dude, you'd but... be surprised, BZ. The only thing I'll say is that, you one, you are right. It's, a, it's much different than fighting, street fighting, anything like that. Right. But a lot of these dudes, especially back in the 90s, had to hold their, themselves up at bars. And, and the other thing is now a lot of them, because fighting doesn't happen as much and there's much more, I mean, the technical aspect of fighting is much higher than it used to be. They do take some, you know, defense classes and shit, but it's nothing like, it's nothing like uh, you know, boxing, like purely training the sport of boxing because that's right. a whole different game. Yeah, if you gave me some goon from the 80s, I'd put money on them. You know, somebody like Ty, like Ty Domi. Yeah, someone literally I'd, I'd, just paid watch, to fight. Yeah, <laughs> I'd watch Ty Domi and Jake Paul go next weekend. Uh, I, I would have watched Mayweather just beat the shit out of them. Okay, I just well, want to see Mayweather just go up there like that's, boom, 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 That's boom, outrageous. Okay, yeah, that's hey, a, Mayweather, here's a pay. That is a legitimate a Wait, time out, though. Do you not think Jake Paul and Conor McGregor would, would happen? Dude. Kind of a, okay. It'll eventually happen, but it's here's, it's here's too the thing. People don't understand about fighting is that you you are either a fighter or you're not a fighter. Conor McGregor has spent his whole fucking life pretty much fighting, okay? If it was at a drunken pub somewhere, if it was somewhere else. When I look at Jake Jake Paul, it looks like that guy's like, yeah, I'm just a big guy. I want to use my size to intimidate people, but I got a glass jaw. The guy is, is horrible on his feet. He's just a big guy. He's like, like dude, you, you're not you're just a YouTube hey, guy. Here's the oh, thing, dude. I mean, he's his footwork was better than Nate's. Uh, dude, he also say, connected real, real much boxing, better. Yeah. Put somebody who's actually had experience against his ass. I mean, I know what you're saying, dude. He's no he's no Mike Tyson or he's no Roy Jones <laughs> Jr. in their prime either. But he definitely looked better than Nate Robinson's and, and ass. He, here's know, the other that. thing. Dude, but Nate Robinson looked like he had never been trained. Because he hasn't been. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's but, like, then, it's but, it's, but it's not like this was for the money, Duke. 
Yeah, yeah, they made a hundred dollars. Boo hoo. Yeah, yeah. Jake Paul made like six hundred bucks, dude. Like you, so you don't think Conor McGregor and Jake Paul fight? That's first off a hundred dollar pay per view. That's no fifty dollar pay per view. Okay, first um, off, dude, Conor McGregor is has enough respect for himself to not fight Conor, to fight Jake right. Paul. Like he's gonna have to have I don't some know, sort man. of crazy. He held his own against yeah, fucking he's Mayweather. Have to have some dude. sort of crazy record, dude. Like he's gonna he's gonna have to like wipe out every YouTube star that's ever walked on the face of the planet <laughs> and a few retired boxers. <laughs> like he's gonna have to really bring the noise a little bit before he's gonna get on Connor's radar where he's gonna give him a legitimate shot, dude. dude you don't yeah. just go like it's not like Mike Tyson's like, I wanna go out here and have a charity box against some dude that I met at the YMCA. Now, he went yeah. against Roy Jones Jr., like somebody who's a legitimate person. With would some... Connor? Would Connor fight a, a guy at the YMCA? Wait, no, no, yes. no. Are you, say, are you saying Jake drunk. Paul fight Roy oh. Jones Jr.? Would, would fight? I think no, I'm Roy Jones Jr. Con- I'm just saying Connor is not going to lower himself. Yeah. That unless unless Dude. Paul has, like, some sort of crazy record here in the next few and, years. And in his interview, he was talking about his clicks. Like, that is the reason why Conor McGregor would be. That's like, dude, you're a fighter, okay? Mayweather, as much of a showman as he is, still went out there and was a fucking great-ass fucking boxer. One of the best of all time. 50 years you know, whatever. Yes, he did fight people who weren't in his prime at the time. But, hey, you know what? It's all business with Mayweather. And it's like, and Conor McGregor held his own against Mayweather. I mean, I know Mayweather was like... Yeah, he just tired himself bit. out, right? Yeah, because he was a condition, man. He was used to UFC two-minute fight, like two-minute rounds, man. I mean, I don't see Jake Paul going out to fucking six rounds, dude. And the motherfucker's like, yeah, man, I go six fucking rounds. Like, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, probably not. But, like, again, dude, like, he's got to... He has to earn his keep. He hasn't done anything that I've, I've felt dude. is necessary for him to get that opportunity. I mean, knocking out a shorter man. Oh, how many? How many? Career. When? How many amateurs fight in amateur fights before they even go pro? I mean, like they play good, like 30, 40, yeah, 50 fights. I mean, it depends on who they are. You yeah. Know? I mean, I mean, Mike Tyson only just like ran through the Olympics, and they were like, ah, I think you're yeah, good. But Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. But Mike Tyson still had the Olympic gold medal. Jake Paul no, has a YouTube medal for his shit. Okay, yeah, like those two don't equal uh, Jake Paul. I know that you're trying to be all like, oh, anything's possible. But yeah, dude, I wish I could have been like Derek Henry, but I can't, dude. Okay, there's just some things that God has given you with gifts and physical physicality, and you just don't got it, dude. Not as a boxer. I mean, I'm sorry. I just look at his feet. It's like, dude, if you like quote twenty as hard as you are. Yeah, like, I mean, homie. Homie did move around like Nick Foles, but he at least had a boxing stance. Like he did, like he did, he was not like moving. Like by no means, like if no, you got somebody in there dancing with him, he ain't doing it. He ain't like doing it, shit. Yeah, like if if you got somebody with like light feet, like Muhammad Ali, he is dancing and popping him like crazy. Hey, but, give him, like let's see him deal with a southpaw too. How about that? Would be fun, wouldn't it, Jake Paul? Uh, let's I see him do that. I mean, then you just. It, I, I hope he would adjust to that, but I mean, I, I don't, don't think know. he could, but because he hasn't fought, he has like he has like well, one I mean, match. We don't know who he like, spars with in his free time. Who is that guy? Either. Kimbo Slice, dude. He's just like another version of that, dude. Hey, whoa, but, hey, I mean, hey, you put some hey, goddamn respect. In I, I love yeah. Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice did more than Jake Paul has done. 
Yeah, that's Slice. true. He did. He did. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. All right. Well, we need to talk about what has been done in the NFL, folks. There were some games that were played this week, and still there's one more game left to be played. But it's time to get some results from the Moose to find out who's losing to the penny, if anybody. Hopefully no one is, but we know the Duke's the only one close to that. Yes, yes. Moose, the results. It's been a rough year for Duke. I'll tell you what, boys. This week we were on fire. Fire. Hot fuego. So Is that that all three of us or just you two? All three of us. All three of us were absolute fire this weekend. We all have the same record. 11 and 4 thus far. Oh, my. Yes. 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 That deserves a fucking round of applause. Um, uh, we had a couple of picks of the week. <clears throat> or perhaps just just two. Just two picks of the week. Um, Duke, you had the Patriots. Nobody else did. That is a loss I am willing to take. I believe, I believe in the hoodie, man. I knew that he was going to prepare for Kyler, dude. I was like, a young QB like that. Yeah, hoodie's got something up his sleeve. Yeah, well, he certainly did. Um, and it was a great call. It was a fantastic call. And uh, be easy. Your pick of the week is kind of a cheat. Um, it's the Chiefs. I think me and, <laughs> me, and, me and Duke just really want to see them lose. It's not so much that we think they'll lose. It was close, dude. I mean, I pretty much Brady. told you that was – Oh, it wasn't real. It shouldn't have even been that close. You know how Andy Reid gets. Your defense it's sucks. It's not even that. It's Andy Reid is like everybody gets a participation <clears throat> trophy. I don't want to beat anyone too bad. Badly. I mean, you're going to tell me that Tyreek Hill can break away for over 200 yards in the first quarter and can barely get 15 yards after that? Like, I mean, it's insane. Dude. Adjustments like, by Bruce Arians. Now, please. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> there's no adjustment to getting burnt like that, dog. Like, you was getting scorched. Like, you ain't, you ain't got nobody who can stand close to him. And trust me, I'm sure that was still a problem throughout the game. It's just Andy Reid does his, like, well, let's see if this will work against them, too. Just do what was working before and right. just run it down their throat. Like, step on the throat, push down, and break that shit. He does it yeah. all the time. I can't tell you how many times I've watched games where the Chiefs are up 21 to something in the first quarter, and then we barely win it at the end. It's like, why have this lead if you're going to behave like this and be like, well, we want them to be able to play a little bit, too. Because Andy Reid is not that great of a coach. He's good enough. He's good enough. You know what? He's good enough. But I won't blame it all on the defense because, I mean, they were playing great in the beginning. But then Andy was like, no, but they need to play too. All right. Well, folks, I'm happy that I had my pick of the week. My, I really feel like my real pick of the week was claiming that the Lions were going to lose because they always lose on Thanksgiving. Why and did I pick the Lions? <laughs> you know, like right? halfway through that game, I'm like, oh, yeah, starting this week off good. And I looked at the thing. Why did I pick the Lions? I don't know, dude, but they don't God. ever win on Thanksgiving. They, no, just they don't, don't ever win pretty much, period, man. Yeah, but yeah, so. Lot, but they definitely don't win on Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. It's especially a bad day for them. Um, yeah. So Certain we all went 11 and four. Off. Right. We, we all went 11 and four. Um, the Penny went 10 and five. Now, the last remaining game, I will update it next week. Um, I have the Steelers. Be easy as the Steelers. Duke's got the Ravens as well as the Penny. Um, so, so far, 
with just the 15 games uh, total and not the 16, um, we come to uh, final scores this week. As far as the season goes, I am at 105 and 70. Be easy. You are at 103 and 72. The Penny is at 92 and 83, and the Duke is at 91 and 84. Ooh. You're above 500, kid. What, what was that again? You're, it sounds like you're one behind the penny. You're one behind the penny, and you both have the Ravens this week. Oh <laughs> uh, well, okay, I'm gonna change my pick then, because um, oh, oh so you want to change yeah, it so you can maybe get a, get get above the penny? No, you know what? I'll I'll allow it because yeah. you know what? Yeah, no, can't yeah. allow it. They asked you yeah, to do more, man. This is the next no, it's week. like it's like fantasy football. I'll give them the change. That, that's that's the next week. Week. What if what if be easy? You and I change to the Ravens. I'm not changing to the Ravens. All right, me either. <laughs> I'll, I'll, is this your final answer, Steelers? This is my final answer, Steelers. This is All not right. the loss. Washington is the loss. I smell cool. I mean, also, we didn't really know anything last Tuesday in regards to, like, Lamar being out, like, to be fair. No, this is true. This is true. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. All right. RG3, man, is coming back to play, baby. <laughs> oh, I like RG3. All right. Well, then put him back for the Ravens. All I right, don't know, so man. I'm just saying I like RG3. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. All right. All right. So we've got the picks for this upcoming week. Week 13, treacherous week. Uh, what are we going to do after the grogginess of Turkey and tryptophan? Well, let's see what happens here, folks. First, we've got the Saints against the Falcons, two teams coming off very, very lopsided victories where the Saints beat the mess out of a guy who just found out a couple of days before he was going to be the starting quarterback for an NFL team against uh, – and then next we've got the Falcons who played a team that's supposed to be good but you know how the Raiders get in the back half of seasons. So, with that being said, Saints, Falcons, Duke, who you got? Uh, you know, man, I don't think the Falcons can pull off another miracle like they did last week. Um, Drew Brees, hey, also, too, what's up with them not starting Jameis Winston? You know, I think that's wrong. It's a travesty. But I just still think the Saints yeah, are just a better team. Hill sure ain't throwing it with any kind of like demeanor I, where I'm like, oh, that's the guy. Yeah, they, I mean, they're paying that guy like how much mil, millions a year? It's like, come on, man. He ain't no slash, dude. All right, all right. But you're going Saints? You're going Saints? Saints all the way. All right, Moose, Moose, who you got here? Yeah, it's a great question, Be Easy. Um, this one, uh, you know, I think I think we wish it were easier. It's just not. We've just seen so much inconsistency out of these two teams. Um, however, I, I am much more in favor of the Saints here. Uh, we saw it two weeks ago. I think we're going to see it again. Taysom Hill will run over this team just like he did. All right. I'm going to go with the Falcons feeling squirrely right now. Uh, I don't know why they decide to play well. They did very well against the run game, which honestly is all the Saints have right now. Uh, so if they're able to put about eight dudes in the box and, you know, play some solid stuff on uh, the, the the wide receivers, I think they might be able to get something going there because their offense is clicking right now. Uh, next, we've got two teams that are backsliding hard. Somebody's got to win this. The Lions and the Bears. Now, I don't really like either team in this. Oh, so, Moose, we'll start with you. Fuck, man. See, this is, this is the type of game where I want to say the Lions win. Like, honestly, they got rid of the baggage this week. The cancer's out of the locker room. Right. 
I'm going to go Lions, dude. I just can't see the Bears winning, honestly, another game this season. And I could say the same with the Lions, but I just think there's going to be a spark in that room now that Patricia's gone. I think I think the guys weren't enjoying playing football, and I think they're going to enjoy it this week against a very struggling Chicago team. All right, Duke, what do you like in this game? This is an emotional week for the Lions. They just beat cancer by getting rid of Patricia. So that's right. I said Patricia. I don't even know his name is anymore. He's gone, Dave. Bye-bye, coach. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. So, like, every movie, there's this emotional win. Like, they do that with Romo in Texas. Okay, Houston. So, I go Lions, man. They're going to rally back and pull a victory. I'd be like, yes, it was the right move to fire the coach. Yeah, you know what? I like the Lions in this one, too. But just to be on off kilt, I'll go the Bears. Really, it's a toss-up of a coin. I don't like either team uh, as far as their offenses are concerned. And only one team has a defense that I mildly care for, and that's the Bears. It's not great. I mean, I just mildly care for it. So when both teams have shitty offenses that can't get down the field at times, I mean, I I don't really know what to do. Uh, Next, we've got the Cleveland Browns and the Tennessee Titans. Now, this one should be an easy one across the board. I feel like we're all going to say the same thing, and I'm going to say the Titans and just get it out of the way. Duke, what you got? I'll let Moose go. Yeah, 100, 100% agree. The Titans are going to roll over the Browns. All right. And now for the music to be played for a team that just got off a nice victory over the Indianapolis Colts. Very lopsided. Very nice payback. Something to help them take the top of the division. Duke, who do you have? King Henry, baby. You know, last week was tough. Uh, I went to this game with no expectations. I think that I was going to go to the rest of the season because I wasn't too upset if they lost. But, hey, they won. I'm excited. The King Henry is in true form as we go into December. So he could probably be in the race for MVP. But I like the Titans. Um, Before, I would say that this would be a letdown game because of our immaturity, say that uh, we would have two big wins and then kind of squandle it. But I believe that Vrabel has the focus. And, I mean, also, too, the Browns are one and three against winning teams. So, Oh, yes. We are, we're all very we're aware, aware of that. Okay. And but this game, this game is bad. very trappy because, you know, sometimes you got to wonder which Titans teams come in. But not this year, you man. Guys, this uh, is this year. Because you guys other really laid a turd against the Bengals. Hey, you know, uh, <laughs> Joe Burrow was playing at the time, oh, and that right. was before we had Desmond King. That's before we had Borders. I mean, our defense is tightening up. I do like it. I like the direction we're going because this is a time that you need to be fixing those mistakes, man. We got a division lead. We need to get one more game up on the Colts and cement this to ha- not having nine and seven. Yeah, so I think we're going to go 93, man. I like all right. it. All right, all right. I mean, you know what? I I feel it too, but you know what? This one smells trappy. Hopefully it won't be for your squad. Well, I, I look, look at the Browns, dude. I mean, I know they're going to the playoffs this year, but do you guys see them, like, winning a playoff game? 
I mean, no, but I see them possibly beating your team because you let the Bengals beat you. Speaking of oh, which, dude, why, the why, Cincinnati dude? Bengals are going to be playing the Miami Dolphins. Now, the Dolphins coming off an easy victory against the Jets. No one didn't see that one coming. Bengals put up a hell of a fight against the Giants, but, you know, they just don't really have a lot of weapons anymore, so it's kind of hard for them to get it done. So with that being said, I'm going to go with the Dolphins because, again, when you don't have a lot of weapons, it's hard to get the job done. And I think the Dolphins can get another victory right here, even if Tungavaloa only throws 112 yards. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Dolphins, I, I don't think the Bengals have a shot. Although I will say, T. Higgins is still relevant. Um, Look, they're not going to get a kick return for a touchdown every game. Let's, come on, let's... let's... No, that was a great play. That was right. that was top notch. Hundred three yards, longest play in Bengal history. Congrats to that guy. Don't even know his name. Um, <laughs> uh, the, it's gotta be Hester Junior out there, right? It's gotta be Hester Junior. I don't know who it, else it would be. Hey, the team's not winning, so you know it's not really yeah. worth knowing. No Joe Mixon. Yeah, I'm not. I don't like anything going on in Cincinnati right now. Just praying for Joe Burrow's recovery. All right, all right. Uh, and I see. Wait. Liz, you said the Bengals? No, I said the Dolphins. Oh, the Dolphins? Okay. Yeah. And then Duke? Duke? Did we get your I bank? got, yeah, man. I got, uh, you know who I got, man. I got Miami. I ain't stupid, man. Okay, all right. Plus, Dolphins. I think Miles Gaskin comes back this week, so he's going to run for like 155 yards. All right, all right. Well, next one should be a pretty easy one, too. Uh, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars, a team that just can't find a victory anymore against the Minnesota Vikings, a team that... Probably pulled off probably one of the craziest victories I've seen in a little while when it all looked like it was lost. Kirk Cousins, I guess, remembered he's supposed to connect with his wide receivers. Uh, with that being said, though, I don't see the Vikings playing as piss poorly again two weeks in a row. And if they do that, I mean, it's a team they could probably still beat playing that poorly. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Vikings to get this one uh, pretty easily. Yeah, you know what was crazy, though, BC? I, I was a little surprised that, like, Jacksonville, like, gave them a fight. They gave the Browns a fight, man. For all yeah, intents and purposes, Mike Glennon's the, no good, but. It's still the Browns. You know? It's still the Browns, guys. Okay. It's still the Browns. That's, that's why we all said Titans, you know? Still, 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 still the Browns and their best wide receivers, Jarvis Landry. So it's not yeah. looking good right now. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, no. Like this week, though, off of COVID. Who's that? Miles Garrett, man, they're coming back off COVID this week, man. Oh, that's true. That's true. I forgot he was on COVID last week. Um, I'm still going to go uh, – regardless, I don't think the Jaguars are going to win this game. Um, I'm not even so certain the Vikings will, to be honest with you, after what we saw last week. Um, but I just think that Justin Jefferson is like a, an absolute powerhouse, and Dalvin Cook was nowhere to be found last week. I don't think that'll be the case against the Jaguars. I, I think Dalvin Cook's going to have another big game. All right. So I guess we got Vikes across the board here, unless Duke's. Uh, no, man, I'm going to get the grain on this one. I like what the Jags are doing down there. All right. Who's doing pulling off close victories? I think this is the week to get one, man. Mm, all right. Well, I think someone's been sipping the Kool-Aid. So next we got <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders against the Jets. Now, if you go against the grain on this one, I won't have to really question what you've had tonight. Uh, even though the Raiders couldn't seem to get into the end zone, um, nor did the Jets. So somebody hopefully can get in the end zone this week, and I think the Raiders will be able to get it done. 
Raiders. Man, I told myself I wasn't gonna guess the Jets again this season. And um and this week this week I'm not either because the Jets fucking suck. Adam Gase is fucking is an absolute <laughs> joke. And um I think Devontae Booker could even run this entire defense down. Um, you know, they're out there. No Josh Jacobs um, for the foreseeable future. I don't know how long that's going to last. I don't think it'll matter anyways. Yeah. Uh, so Raiders across the board. Yeah. All right. All right. Now, after that's been said and done, now things are actually going to get a bit more interesting. Ooh. Well, I'm just like the games are either going to be teams that might have a chance at beating each other either way or they're divisional games, which means... You really never know. Sometimes you just might have another team's number. You never so, know. We got a divisional game coming up right here. Pretty sexy one with the Indianapolis Colts playing the Houston Texans. Now the Colts coming off a pretty bad loss and the Texans coming off a pretty huge victory. Enjoying Turkey Day with a lopsided victory. And the Colts did not enjoy their turkey weekend with a lopsided loss against the Titans. Now, with that being said, Will Fuller will not be playing because Ugh, such a shame. He got all the last little bit of his HGH and showed up for Thanksgiving. Got, oh, come on, man. Got asked to pee in a cup. <laughs> we, we can't be spreading that now. We can say whatever we want about Peyton Manning and, no. and Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. but... Look, Will Fuller, dude. No, because if you look at it, I'll bring this point up. Is a two-game suspension for masking agents. So I believe that he got six games. So he got four games for the PEDs and two games for the masking agents. That man was pissing dirty. He knew it. Oh, yeah, of course he was. I mean, come on now, dude. How did he, he almost got 200 yards. When has Will Fuller almost had 200 yards? Wait a minute. I didn't – I didn't. okay, so time out. So I didn't realize that, um, that it was two for the masking agent. So th- this is my this is my one only got four because he pissed. There's no masking because he pissed dirty. Okay, so that's that's the thing. So there were two players on the Texans, and the assistant strength and conditioning coach was supposedly the one that got them the supplements. First of all, you shouldn't be getting supplements from a strength a, coach. Yeah, a strength coach. I, I now right. I don't know how it works because I'm not an NFL player, but I I don't, you, I don't think that's how it works. works. Somebody gave you some stuff. You felt shady about it, but you still did it anyway. That's yeah. how it works. Okay. Yeah, and, and you know what? You know what? Real quick, I don't want to be on this too long. I just want to say that could have possibly been the reason he didn't get traded. His yeah. contract was up at the end of the year, yeah. anyways. He wasn't going to sign an extension no matter where he went. I wonder if that's something the Texans were open about and knew it was coming. Well, that's probably why he was doing it to see if he could get himself an edge to possibly be seen in the future as a decent wide receiver. Because let's be honest, when he has games where he has 100 yards and then the next couple of games, it's like, was he even on the field? You're not exactly sure what you're getting with him. But I thought it was interesting the way he was torching people. And then you find out that he got popped for PEDs. And I'm like, oh, so that's why he was 20 yards ahead of his defense. I was a two <laughs> of my uh, of my fantasy league. I lost last week. Due to Will Fuller putting up forty something points on me. Okay, okay. Now, I mean, in I fairness, you put in Deshaun Watson as your quarterback. Dude, I, I so. want to protest that 
because that man was pissing dirty. All right, well, then I'll take off the Deshaun Watson points that he got from Fuller. No, so you don't know. Deshaun Watson was playing it clean. He didn't know well, thought he was but, dirty. But if you can't have Fuller's points, you can't get the points from Fuller. So I'm about to take those off, too. Hey, why, what, why you got to be like that, dude? You know, do you need some because money? that's only I'll, fair. I'll give you a few bones to pull this off. This is some wild collusion. We need to get back to our picks here. I don't think we've made our picks. I'm going Colts. What are you going with, Duke? I ain't going. I think the Colts are going to lose this week, man. I think they're coming off of a uh, victory. uh, uh, I'm sorry, (laughs) a defeat. But yeah, dude, they're rattled, dude. But was coming back. Look, Dick Cole's defense just, ain't that good. No, you're hope, you're hoping and grasping at straws. I mean, who who is he going to throw to now? He don't have somebody on dude, steroids a, to toss to. I know, dude, but Deshaun Watson is Deshaun Watson. And he, he's been That's playing hella good lately. And you know what? No, it don't matter because he'll just run that ball around the Colts defense, he, man. He might be able to do that, too. Yeah. All right, what do you got over there, Mr. Okay. You know, because Colts would choke it out. Probably lose by three. All right, all right. He thinks it's going to be a choke fest. It is a divisional game. It's possible. Moose. Colts. Colts. All right. Well, that puts it into that. We've got another divisional game here. The Los Angeles Rams taking on the Arizona Cardinals, a team Jesus. that they just downright own. They have not lost to the Cardinals, I think, ever. Um, so <laughs> with that being said, I know they've probably lost to it a few times, but it's been a long time. Uh, with that being said, you know what? I'm just going to have to go with the Rams again. The Cardinals have not been playing very well as of late. Murray does not look like, I mean, he hasn't been good since Hale Murray, and that was weeks ago. And I told you guys, just because some dude tossed a Hail Mary doesn't mean he's like the next coming of Christ. So uh, I think the Rams are going to get back into their winning ways. Uh, baby hands is going to be inside. In a, in, a, in a controlled environment and he's been called out by his coach and he said look dude hold on to it baby hands and so he might put on some stickum, and we'll see what happens um stickers are legal now it's good to say <laughs> <laughs> the gloves are for my friend I mean, that was banned since like 19 cent. What is this little giant? He's going to put little stick of little baby's hands and sticker. He's going to get stuck to his jersey, dude. Come on, man. That's what we give it off his baby hands, dude. Whatever. Plus, you, you know that sound of him taking his hand off his chest. It just burns into your skull, man. That's right, man. Um, so, I, But you know what? I believe in baby hands this week. Baby hands is going to. Uh, lead to victory because he's inside a climate control area so his baby hands can be at the maximum size at that temperature because we all know hands shrink some especially little baby hands now, i don't know if that's scientific fact i'm just making shit up as i go but i'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna do it all right baby hands we got two for baby hands let's see if we can get three for old baby hands yeah make it make it three just think the like you said be easy you you put it perfectly the cardinals haven't been playing good ball the Rams are getting it done i know it's been a struggle but i i just don't think i don't think that defense in arizona can 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 do as much as you know la will right and i mean a four turnover game i don't expect it to happen two weeks in a row uh, and if that's the case 
you might not be talking much about baby hands anymore because they might be trying to find the backup and see what he can do. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of backups, there will be no backups playing as far as quarterbacks in these games, but uh, the rest of the teams kind of feel like backups, at least for uh, one side's defense and the other side's offense. We've got the New York Giants playing the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, oh, there is Giants- well, there's ba- there's a backup QB. Daniel Jones is out. Oh, that's right. Oh, Jones. Colt Colt McCoy getting start Colt, action. Colt's getting that start. That's right. Colt had to finish the game. Uh, Colt McCoy didn't look very good, but he was good enough to not lose the game for them. Uh, I mean, I mean, we were Colt's game, and not the Colts. Uh, the national championship game when he faked that injury. Remember that, John? Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, yes, there might have been a a faked injury in a national championship game with Colt McCoy. Either way, Colt McCoy is now going to be leading the New York Giants team that is now on top of their division, looking at possible Super Bowl opportunities uh, with four victories. Uh, With that being said, I don't know if they're going to get their fifth one here. It'd be nice if they did. They really want it. They just... To be honest, if they're going to get to the postseason, this is the way to do it. Get this random victory here against the Seahawks that no one's expecting. But since no one's expecting it, I'm not expecting it either. And I'm going to go Seahawks. Moose, who do you got in this one? Yeah, it's going to have to be the Seahawks. I, I just don't think the Giants have it with or without Daniel Jones. I think the Seahawks will make light work of the Giants. That is if Russell Wilson doesn't throw eight interceptions. Why are you crapping on Russell like that, man? You know? Because he's thrown a lot of interceptions. Mm. Mm. That's true. Well. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, here you go. Cut McCoy. This is not a Ryan Tannehill situation. You're not going to rejuvenate your career at the uh, Giants. Um, what you did do is go ahead, um, have a good game, and uh, until one for the grandkids, you know how you, uh, Colt McCoy used to sling the ball around in the NFL, you know. So look at your paycheck and be happy, but you're not going to win this game. I got the Seahawks. Ooh, all right. That, feel, that felt pretty easy. And this next one is probably going to feel pretty easy, too. We got Birds of Prey, the Eagles, going against the Packers. I'll start with you, Duke should be pretty easy, but you seem to love Carson Wentz for some reason. I love Carson, man. I love you, Carson. Woo! No, dude, what the hell are you talking about? What have I ever said that before? You fucking high? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like Aaron Rodgers, man. I don't like Matt LaFleur. I don't like the cheese packers, man. But I got to say, though, the fans are really, really nice. Um, so, But I think I like the Packers in this one, man. All right, this. Yeah, Packers. All right, well, I'm going to go with the Packers. I mean, honestly, Carson Wentz is a disgrace. I don't know why he thinks that he still has a chance at a division. With he needs a paycheck. Been, yeah, well, he's getting plenty of paychecks, more paychecks than he should. They need to disperse that somehow to other players and get some more talent on that offense because, honestly, it's not like he's got anybody to throw it to, but even still... I don't know if he can get it there if they were there. Uh, next, we've got the New England Patriots against the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, these Chargers, I just really don't know what to think of them. 
They always seem to play a good game until some point in the fourth quarter. But Moose, how do you feel? Your team is playing all the way here on the West Coast. It's a uh, it's going to be a late-ish game for them. I mean, early-ish, I guess. Well, I don't know. It's a day game. I don't know. How, how do you think they're going to feel with the travel, the fact that they just came off a so-so victory after just traveling? Do you think they have another one in them? Oh, man, I, I don't know, BZ. Listen, um, I mean, I thought last week the Cardinals were a shoo-in to win that game just based off talent alone. Um, obviously that's not the only thing that matters. The Chargers are just not that good. And I question Anthony Lynn a lot more than I used to now. I mean, the, the, the one call last week where it was a fourth down and he called a timeout and it was, I think the third or fourth quarter, man, just don't call a timeout. Just take the delay a game and punt the ball. There's 20 seconds left. Why, why you would call a timeout is beyond me. And I, at this point, BZ, I mean, I know we've we've liked Anthony Lynn in the past. He's the next coach to go. Um, and I think the Patriots are going to find a way to somehow keep that offense at bay. So I'm going to go Pats here. All right. Now, I agree with you there. I'm going to go with the Pats mainly because, you know, the hoodie knows how to mess up the young quarterbacks. Now, you said that last week. You feel the same way this week, Duke. Yes, I still stand by my opinion of last week. All right, all right. So that's across the board for the Pats. Next, we've got a game that really shouldn't be a Sunday night game. Honestly, there's other games, maybe like the Cardinals and the Rams. That would be a little bit more exciting. I don't know how exciting that would be. I still think that's going to be a turd. Two eight and three teams going at it. Yeah, but I still think one is – suspect and the other one should run through them and if they don't then they're being very suspect but anyway we've got the Denver Broncos who hopefully will have someone under center that knows how to throw the ball against the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night football Um, Broncos coming off a very tough loss that was hard to watch Uh, and the Chiefs coming off a very interesting victory that became hard to watch um i still will go chiefs in this because you know the beautiful biracial patrick mahomes will be leading the kansas city chiefs and most likely tossing it to tyreek hill or kelsey and maybe the other people will get a little shine but those two guys are definitely going to get some touches and patrick will lead them down with his beautiful biracial goodness yes he will um, the Chiefs will barely put forth an effort um, to beat the Broncos this week, and it may be warranted, or you may be mad again, be easy with the closeness in the game, but I don't think that's quite going to be the case. The only way that Broncos win this game is if uh, Mahomes goes down with an injury. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, Jesus. Uh, how dare you talk about my beautiful oh my. biracial man? I'm not talking about your beautiful biracial baby. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay, look. You need to stop Patty Kovac. You don't even have a Mahomes jersey yet. You know, where is it at, John? Oh, my you know? God. I had Rob Bayer right. talk about your biracial baby, man. man look, right, man. How do you talk about your little biracial baby like he's your baby? He's not your baby, John. <laughs> he is my baby. He's a grown ass man. <laughs> A grown-ass man, dude. That according to the show that you watch. He has a child on the way. 
and you're still yeah. That's his. That's his, Look, bi- that's his double honestly, biracial grandbaby. Honestly, man. I am old enough to be homie's father, and I am probably old enough <laughs> to be that baby's grandfather. You know what I'm saying? So he will call me daddy. All right. Now after that thing said, oh my goodness. I guess we got cheese across the board. Now it's time to go to the Monday games where things might be interesting. Who knows? We got the Washington football team playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, who still has yet to play their Week 12 game. Uh, We don't know what kind of uh, activity might happen in that game. So, you know, for all we know, half the defense could get injured in this next game coming up on Wednesday. And it might make our opinions of this game different. But with the knowledge that we have now and assuming everyone will be healthy, I'm still going Steelers uh, for this game. Uh, Duke, who you got? Um, actually, man, did you say Washington team, right? No, he said the Steelers. Yes. Uh, I mean, well, my pick was the Steelers, but yes, they oh, were playing I'm the sorry. Washington I football team. I thought you were going to Washington because I think this is going to be the trap game. Um, I think that this is going to be the game. Well, if they do lose, they're going to lose because they're going to be playing on a very, very short week. Um, and they're going to be crying bloody murder all oh, from the Steelers fan base as they scream. The NFL doesn't want us to be undefeated. So I look forward to those tears. You know why? Because you're a fake team. You're a fake 10 and 0 team. And that's it, man. So I got the Washington team. All right. Moosey. I know this is going to sound crazy, um, but I might have to agree, man. I just think the short week is going to hurt the Steelers. I wouldn't be surprised if half of the Steelers team is um, – COVID positive by the end of this, by the end of this week, you know, what's getting really scary is that um, the Steelers chance at a 16 and 0 season is staggeringly easy compared to what it's been in the past. What's happened in the past. Um, I don't know. I just think Washington's defense might give them some trouble and Antonio Gibson's been playing great. I I think it's more, I just want to see the Steelers lose this week, but I have to bet on that. And if I'm going to do that, I'm going to take Washington because I don't know if Buffalo, the Ravens, or the Colts will get it done. Never mind the Bengals and the Browns. Don't get me started. Uh, you know, I think Buffalo has a chance at it if they play. Buff- with, Buffalo does have a chance. But, yeah, I think I think if I were going to take a situation, though, I'm taking this week because Wednesday to Monday, that's short. That's real short. And there's going to be some sick people on that Pittsburgh team. No, it's true. There probably will be some disease. Maybe more than COVID. Maybe some herpes. You never know. All right. So after this, we got the Buffalo Bills playing the San Francisco 49ers, a team that doesn't have a home. Folks, the 49ers found out recently that they are no longer allowed to play football in their county. So now they have been forced to move elsewhere, and they will be playing in Glendale, the State Farm State. Uh, with that being said, though, I don't really think that makes any difference in all of this. I just don't think that the 49ers are going to get another victory like the one they just got because divisional games are a little different. Buffalo, you know, they're having to travel. It's a Monday game. I don't know. I'm giving the Bills this one, but, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners pulled it out. But I'm going to go Bills. I'm going with the wild card, man. I'm going with the 49ers because I don't think Josh Allen can keep it with the big boys, man. Ooh. 
All right. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. I I agree or disagree with Duke's statement, but I as well. I'm I'm gonna go with the Bills, like you, Beasy. I just think the Bills are all around a better team. All right, and that leads us to our Tuesday night. That's right, folks. Tuesday night game. On Tuesday, we're gonna have the Baltimore Ravens, who are reeling in COVID, against the Dallas Cowboys, which are reeling in despair disaster depression just reeling in everything that starts with a d that's bad because uh, <laughs> it goes with dallas um these cowboys i'll be honest with you i was listening to the cowboy radio station um as they were calling the game against the washington football team and Let's just say their announcers are pretty fed up with this season. Uh, the boys down there that love the, the Cowboys are just having a hard time loving the Cowboys right now. Uh, they were exasperating. Let's just say that in their I can imagine in their commentary. Uh, with that being said, though, I think it's going to be another rough week for the guys who have to call the Dallas Cowboy games. Uh, I don't know how many Ravens will be there. We're not sure yet, but I don't know if Dallas knows how to win anymore. And I'm going to have to say the Ravens, even if they have to put out a practice squad, is probably going to beat this Andy Dalton garbage. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. I think even RG3 could beat this team with Gus Edwards and – the like, um, J.K. Dobbins, all of them. So I'm going to go with the Ravens here. RG3 with the big three, Ravens. All right, everybody. Those are our picks for week 13. Hopefully we got the picks right this week. Uh, a lot of them were easy ones, but some of them were some tough ones. So we're just going to see what happens, and we're going to have a tally and see if Duke can catch up to the penny. Now, Speaking of Duke, it's about time for us to head over to you and your segment of happy fan base, sad fan base. Is your team in the happy fan base? Or is your team in the sad fan base? Jets. The season can be torture for you guys, but aren't you guys used to it by now? The last team, last time your team was good was with Sanchez. Be afraid. Be very afraid. But hey, Christmas is around the corner, and you get the first overall pick. But do you have faith in your GM to make the right choice? I sure as hell don't. Colts, you lost the division lead to the Titans at Lucas Field, the stadium that paid Manny built. Andrew Luck ain't walking through that door. Peyton Manning ain't walking through that door. You got Philip Rivers. Congratulations on that first round exit in the playoffs. If you make the playoffs. At least you still have the banner from your second place finish in the ASC game to keep you warm at night. Meaning with Deflategate? Yeah, come as a bitch sometimes. Eagles, you still have Carson Wentz. Remember when Lane Johnson said the Patriots are a field-based organization that doesn't allow players to have fun playing the game? Eagles fans, are you having fun yet? Lions, you lost again. This is becoming an American tradition for you to lose on Thanksgiving. Chiefs, 
You almost lost to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Are you concerned about your defense? Sean B. Easy is. But we are never a sad fan base, dude. We are perfectly fine. This is just what Andy Reid does. Happy fan base time, Browns. Good job, man. You're going to be making the playoffs, it looks like. First time since 2002. That was 18 years ago. I graduated high school in 2002. Congratulations. You deserve it. Titans. King Henry is the king of the AFC South. Would be good for another playoff run. Patriots. There's still hope with the hoodie, my friend. There's still hope. Steelers. No matter how much you complain about games being moved, you're still 10 and 0. Just be happy about that. And that's all, man. That's my happy fan base. So, Patriots got a shake, man. Good job. And Chiefs are still sad, okay? I don't care. They're uh, bad. Whatever. We're, I'll, I'm going to pick us up out of the sad fan base. I mean, before the show, you were talking about how bad your defense was, man. I was not talking about – I'm talking about how bad Andy Reid is at managing games with huge leads. He does this all the time. And I'm going to put us out of the happy – or the sad fan base and put us in the happy fan base because it's just normal. I mean, we just have to deal with that with Andy. A W is a W. We just get happy Look, to win. Sometimes you get in the sad fan base for one week, okay? I'm not putting oh. ourselves in the sad fan base after a victory, okay? We beat terrible Tom. I'm happy. All right. Tom Brady lost because he's no longer with Belichick and he's no longer in his system. That you and Tom Brady. Hey, you know what? F him. He doesn't look like Tom Brady. All right. Now, after that being said, folks, do we have any puppy dogs or 34s of the week? Basically, my puppy dog of the week, again, will continue to be the Vanderbilt Commodores and their lack of respect for the game of football to at least give the lady a chance to try to score. That's literally the softest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, I think my 34, I don't know if it's an award. I think it's my hopeful 34 award. Um, uh, for you guys that don't know the Colts punter, um, Rigoberto Sanchez is having a cancerous tumor removed um, today or did today so uh best of luck rigoberto moving forward we wish you all the best um that's just a horrible thing to hear so all right everybody with that being said thank you for listening to yet another episode of the ricky williams trilogy now make sure you check us out not only here on the podcast but also find us on instagram twitter as well as facebook also, find us on the web. You can find us at the Ricky Williams Trilogy or under the Fumble Rooski Sports Blanket. Also, don't forget to look for us on YouTube, Spotify, or whatever you like to listen to your podcast on. Also, folks, make sure you check out our other podcast, Money Mouth, where we'll try to make you some money on sports betting. Now, with that being said, is there anything you guys would like to say before we go Pats, baby? Go Titans. And go Chiefs, led by the beautiful biracial Patrick Mahomes that only has one loss on his beautiful record in 2020. He's a grown-ass man, dude.